Welcome to the WIPS Podcast, inspiring and empowering women to take the stage and up their game in the public speaking arena. My name is Chantal Bosset from Shabbos, leaders for your presentation, public speaking, and AV needs. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Laura Jaminder, and she's from Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome, Laura. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk to you today. Same for me. Really happy to have you. And let's just start right off letting our listeners know what you do. What's your business? I am super passionate about empowering women in the workplace. My sweet spot is leadership development and business strategy. So I work with a lot of emerging leaders and entrepreneurs. Oh, that is nice. And I love that word empower because that's all what we're aiming to do with this podcast. So we're exactly at the same place. And tell me, Laura, how was your first experience as a public speaker? You know, my first experience was amazing. Um, I had my little bit of back, well, my background is I had done corporate HR for 14 years and the first 14 years were awesome. I was getting raises and promotions and everything you're supposed to doing to feel, be successful, but I didn't feel fulfilled. I wasn't feeling successful. So I knew something was really off, but it took me those seven years to kind of figure it out. And I didn't have a lot of resources, I felt. And so one of the gifts, the way that I could honor the experience, make it a positive, was that I reached out to one of the local, um, it's called the Dream Bank. It's in Madison, and they have a lot of free events. And so I reached out to them and said, listen, I just went through these really painful seven years, and I'm coming out the other side with all these great ideas. And I would absolutely love to share them with your community if you think that would be helpful. Wow, good for you. And you know what? That's proof. We don't need to have a, a, an official curriculum, an official topic yes. to start public speaking. I love that idea. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. Well, and they were so good to me. Um, it just happened that, you know, the stars aligned, the, the universe, God, everyone was supporting me on this path. <laughs> They ended up doing free headshots for me. They ended up videotaping it, which we know for speakers, that's gold. Um, and it was it was just amazing. And I was really, I think that that was like the minute I kind of clicked, like, I think I'm supposed to be doing this. <laughs> you fell in love with it. That's good. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it was, and it was such a good reminder too, because I had actually majored in adult education Oh, and because I was doing corporate HR and, and not really using a ton of that in day in and day out, it was just very sporadic. It was like this reminder too, like not only am I, this is something that is a strength for me, this is something I have an educational foundation in. Oh, nice. That's really inspiring. And I, I really like the fact what you're sharing now, it is proof. We just need to get out there, yes. get ourselves there. Let the message, the stories, the ideas out, and it can work. And that went well. But I'm also wondering, did you have any challenging experiences, and what did you learn from them? Oh, my gosh. I, I totally <laughs> did. Getting started. Um, one in particular that stands out to me was the first time I spoke, because I spoke a lot locally in Madison after that event. 
because it went so well. And the first time I spoke out of the area, out of state, my nerves were way, way out of control. <laughs> and so the event, it was a really good learning experience. Everyone was very nice, but I had my iPad and I had all my talking points and I've been rehearsing it and even um, was down in Illinois. And even since I was driving, I was listening to myself, my own speech, trying to really like soak it in. And it was only, um, I think, 15 or 20 minutes even. And I got there and I was so nervous. It ended up being like 300 some people is like the biggest audience I've ever spoken in front of. And then they had other speakers, somebody of the mayor and other people like that. And everyone was reading line for line their notes. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take my iPad, you know, just in case. And they had really impressed upon me that the year before the speaker had gone over. And sometimes I just kind of like to ad lib. And so this, in the back of my mind, that was the story I was telling myself. Like, you have to have it exactly in the time you plan for. And that's what's going to make them most happy. So I really ended up relying like almost exclusively on my text that I had prepared. And it was such a good lesson that that spontaneity, that you know, being more spontaneous, being able to connect with the audience, the empathy, it went over okay. I definitely had people come up and, you know, thank me for the message and, and appreciated it. But what it could have been versus what it was, was a really good learning experience for me. Oh, and I totally agree with you. Sometimes if the nerves get in the way, that's when human beings start thinking, oh, I need to go through my points. I don't want to forget yes. anything. And we lose that authenticity that we can have. And just being able to, I call it read the room, depending on how they react, their energy levels, sometimes yes. we can adapt. But that's great because like, as you mentioned, you didn't feel as comfortable in that situation mm-hmm. compared to what you had been doing. And it's always a learning experience. We'll have good days and less good days, depending on how we feel and how we prepared. Yes, definitely. And, you know, now I'm a speaker coach for some events I do here locally called Disrupt Madison and Disrupt Milwaukee. And mm-hmm. I always remind the speakers, because those are five-minute presentations, right? Uh-huh. So I always remind the speakers, and that was the lesson I learned that day, is that no one knows what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. No one knows what you're going to say. So, <laughs> you know, just again, the whole, like, just really showing up and being present oh, and wanting to make that connection. No one knows. And I usually add to some of the speakers I work with, you know what? They don't know. And if at the time you forgot, it's probably that the audience did not need it. Oh, I so, love that. Oh, Yeah. And you probably went somewhere else, yeah. but if that energy level, if the way they reacted made you move a little bit sideways, as long as you keep your talk on time, yes. what you delivered was usually what they required. Yeah, so I love that. Yeah, it, it's probably a little bit esoteric, but at the same time, I realized that it works. I don't know. It has that little thing to it that we just need to go with the flow. But I really like that because it proves the other thing that being ourselves is the most important thing of all. Yes. Now, let's go. What would be your greatest memory of taking the stage? Since you've been doing a lot of public speaking, you must have quite a few. Yes. Um, 
I think one of those that will always stay in my heart is the first time I was um, asked to speak nationally. I spoke at a women's conference in Bakersfield, California, and I was that little girl that always had the stars in my eyes and wanted to, you know, move to California. And um, so that was something as starting my business that was really important to me, the, the travel piece, the excitement, the adventure, and to be able to go cool places like LA and Denver and New York and um, and just again to be able to to be appreciated and valued for the message that I have to share and to be able to inspire other women to really you know be able to show up in the workplace and advocate for themselves. Oh, that's great! And how's the energy when you have such a great, let's call it a great stage present? I just really feel like I am in my flow and um, being more as I'm building my business, I've seen too, is that the, the on the fly and really kind of the audience participation, that piece of it, because I'm also a coach, so I know how to ask powerful questions and keep right. that dialogue moving forward. And so I think that being able to have, you know, we all want to be heard and having a chance to share your truth in a powerful way, um, you know, whether it's a keynote or sometimes I'll do the workshops or breakouts and things like that too. But those pieces of it where you just kind of dance in the moment and the things that need to be said are said, whether that's you or that's whether someone that, that has really felt called to, to speak and share to the group. Oh, that's good. And tell me, Laura, how do you prepare for your speeches or presentations? Um, that is a great question and something I'm always fine-tuning my process. Um, I'm, in the, I'm finalizing one of my speeches right now, and it's actually based off of a blog post I wrote that was very well-received. So that really helps kind of set the foundation. However, then I really look at the content to do a deep dive. I also ask my network on this topic, what are some things that you are wanting to hear? I'm speaking about establishing yourself as a thought leader. And for me, we can be a thought leader if we're one step ahead of someone. And in 2018, a lot of it really looks like being more present and interacting on social media, sharing ideas, sharing opinions, um, sharing things that resonate with us. And so talking about that, and one of the people that I did ask brought up well, what does it look like if you need to fly under the radar? Like maybe you're doing this to change jobs and you don't want your employer to know, um, which is a pers perspective I had not had. So I'm definitely adding in something for people that want to be a bit more discreet that maybe you don't know the features of, you know, say LinkedIn or things like that. Um, but kind of pulling some of those pieces together and then looking at what is already out there. And then also too, I, um, this particular um, presentation is one that I am, grateful that I get to test drive at the Dream Bank, uh, my, my right. original, where I got my original start. And then I'm doing that at a leadership conference next month. So, you know, that piece of it is really the, the popping visuals, the stories, the statistics. And then also, because I have this great opportunity to do it twice in a quarter, you know, to say, okay, I want to make this even better for the next time I do it and really putting in the time and energy as well versus saying like, oh, well, we're pretty good. Um, and then on the back end too, I'm one that I always love building relationships. So to me, it's not just about that. 
you know, hour or whatever time you have with the, the audience. It's about building those relationships. And so I'm always one on the back end to connect as well. And some of the articles I mentioned or statistics or different things like that, I like to share those out and kind of continue the dialogue that way as well. Oh, that's all great ideas because I think we can sum it up that you make sure the audience gets value. So all yes. that research you're doing, I really love it because it proves the more you know what people want to learn about, what to what messages they need, mm -hmm. the more you can be laser focused and have something that will be powerful. Yes. Oh, that's really great. I really love what you just showed because it really shows the big picture of what a good preparation needs to be finally. Yes. And I think one of the things that's important that, again, that's, it's been a lesson learned is with kind of some of the stories and statistics are those stories I'm telling that are really well aligned with the points I'm making with the topic. And is it about me telling a story because that's the story I want to hear? Or is it about the story and what the audience needs to hear, which sometimes it's the same and sometimes it's not. Absolutely. You're so right about that. And finally, Laura, we're really getting at the end of this. What would be your one great tip that you would want to share with women that need to take the stage and want to do it in a more confident way? I would say go for it. Um, the speaking <laughs> profession in general is really male dominated. So I love and, you know, love encouraging other women to take the stage and to share their passions and, you know, do what you need to do, whether you're tapping into your network to ask if you can do a presentation, whether you're collaborating, like some of my um, opportunities at the beginning were some collaborations with men and my nerves, and then just doing whatever you need to do to share the opportunity to get those speaking gigs and then to take really good care of yourself. One of the tips is I still get a little bit of nervous energy. So I do a lot of um, tapping before I go on to yeah. really center myself and remind myself it's not about me, it's about them, and I'm this, this is what I'm being called to do. <laughs> and so that's just kind of the, the fears around, you know, being successful and being out there in the world and potentially being judged, but knowing that at the end of the day, the people that need to hear your message, like, they're going to hear your message and it's going to change their lives. Oh, absolutely. And I can relate to that, getting, still getting those little butterflies. We just want to make sure we give value. So it doesn't yeah. have to be uh, taken as fear per, per se. Yeah. Or we want to make sure that the performance will be valuable for people. And I think it's probably why we keep on performing. Yeah. Having those little butterflies keeps us on our toes to make sure that at least we're well prepared to do it. Yes. Yes. And I always think of, too, I had gone a really long time ago with a girlfriend to a breakfast, a woman's breakfast, and there was going to be this woman speaker that I really idolized. Like she was just, what she was doing in the space was just really amazing. And it was one of those where like, she showed up like maybe a half an hour, 45 minutes late. And then oh, she no. got there and she was like telling us all her problems are in life because she's so hot and like all this stuff where you're just like cringing. And I'm like, you know what? No matter how things turn out, I'm on time. I'm sensitive to my audience. Like I'm giving it my all. And people know that when you bring that energy in there, when you're really sincere and you're excited to be there, people connect with that. Oh, absolutely. 
boy, how much value you just delivered. I really enjoyed this conversation because people can get tons of wisdom out of what we just discussed. And I really appreciate having you on the podcast. What I want also to say to our listeners, when we'll be putting the podcast live, you'll have links so they can connect with you, get to know you better. And please do connect with Laura. As you can hear now, we've been discussing so many great things. You'll get to know more about her when uh, you click on those links and make sure you connect with her. So thank you very much, Laura. I really appreciate it in our talk this morning. Thank you for having me. The time went way too fast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please tell us what you think by commenting and even share with your own networks to inspire and empower others to do public speaking. 